the person who strikes you on one cheek offer the other as well. I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that these words of Jesus have caused many people over the centuries to shake their heads in disbelief. They typically say, are you serious, Jesus? Do you expect us to subject ourselves to physical abuse and like it? Are you saying that if we defend ourselves from physical attack, it's a sin, maybe even a mortal sin? What do you mean when you say, turn the other cheek? Well, to get those questions answered properly, we need to make a very important distinction. The distinction between those things that are morally wrong, those things that are morally legitimate, and those things that are morally virtuous. For example, if an armed soldier refuses to defend an innocent citizen, civilian, in battle, and he allows that person to be attacked or killed, that soldier commits a sin. His failure to help a defenseless person is morally wrong. Listen to what Jesus, speaking through his church, tells us in the Catechism. Paragraph 2265, which deals with the Fifth Commandment, which of course is, Thou shalt not kill, says this, Legitimate defense can be not only a right, but a grave duty for one who is responsible for the lives of others. The defense of the common good requires that an unjust aggressor be rendered unable to cause harm. For this reason, those who legitimately hold authority also have the right to use arms to repel aggressors against the civil community entrusted to their responsibility. That soldier could have done something, that soldier should have done something to save an innocent person from an unjust aggressor. But he consciously and deliberately failed to carry out his duty, and therein lies his sin. So obviously when Jesus says, offer the other cheek, your other cheek, he's not saying you should permit the destruction of the innocent or the defenseless. Nor is, we, is he saying that we should allow ourselves to be abused or killed. That's another common misunderstanding of the text. Catechism is very clear on this point. Self-defense is morally legitimate as long as it's proportional to the attack. For example, if somebody tries to slap your face without a good reason, it would not be morally permissible to pull out a 44 Magnum and blow him away. That would be unproportional. But it would be permissible to block the person's hand and neutralize the attack. That's a proportional defense. The basis of all this, believe it or not, is the idea that we should love ourselves. Remember, Jesus said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. He presumes we're going to love ourselves. Self-love is not bad, as long as it's not prideful or arrogant or egotistical or narcissistic. We're to love ourselves because we're created in the image and likeness of Almighty God. We're to love ourselves because we are temples of God's Holy Spirit. Listen again to the words of the Catechism. These are taken from paragraph... 2264. Love toward oneself remains a fundamental principle of morality. 
Therefore, it is legitimate to insist on respect for one's own right to life. God's entrusted a temple to you and to me, a temple of the Holy Spirit. So it's morally permissible for us to defend our temple if it's unjustly attacked. Leaving aside now those misunderstandings, what exactly is Jesus saying here? What are the challenges he's giving us in this command to turn the other cheek? Well, first of all, he's challenging us to forgive. To forgive other people totally and completely. That means he's challenging us to let go of any and every grudge that we might have in our hearts. He's also challenging us not to seek vengeance. He's challenging us to be patient with the shortcomings of others and to love everyone, even our enemies. In short, Jesus is challenging us to do all those things that we have great difficulty doing. He's also challenging us in something else. He's challenging us here in our willingness to endure unjust suffering for his sake, for the sake of the gospel. For example, the suffering that comes when a co-worker calls us a religious fanatic because we believe in the Ten Commandments or traditional marriage. The suffering that comes when family members refuse to associate with us because we take our faith seriously and refuse to compromise our beliefs and our values, our morals. The suffering that comes to a young Christian person, a Christian teenager, who's ostracized by his so-called friends because he won't drink like they do, or do drugs like they do, or be promiscuous like they are. Those are examples of some of the little martyrdoms that Jesus challenges us to embrace every single day in his name. So the bottom line is this. It is morally wrong not to defend the innocent when you have a responsibility to do so. It's morally legitimate to defend yourself against an unjust aggressor. But it's morally virtuous to endure unjust sufferings and little martyrdoms each day for the sake of Jesus Christ, for the sake of his gospel. Through the power of the Eucharist that we receive at this Mass today, may God give us the special grace we need to be morally virtuous in this way, taking our ultimate motivation from Jesus himself who said, Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude and insult you, and denounce your name as evil on account of the Son of Man, rejoice and leap for joy on that day, because your reward will be great in heaven.